this is the exciting chapter of the, of the journey that we've been on. If you've been here, uh, we've been going through the book of Luke. Uh, we have followed Jesus' journey and his ministry throughout Galilee. Then we followed his journey from Galilee uh, to Jerusalem. And uh, then we have been following, uh, since chapter mid-chapter 19, we have been following Jesus' journey uh, through the city of Jerusalem. And ultimately, last week, it led us to a hill called Golgotha, uh, where uh, we saw that Jesus was crucified, as we've already, spoiler alert, has already indicated this morning that he is alive. Uh, he is risen from the dead, and uh, that's why we celebrate. So we began uh, in Luke. We're now, here we are, chapter uh, 24. The final chapters uh, take us uh, right up to uh, the empty tomb of Jesus. You know, the miracle of the resurrection of Christ uh, fulfills the oldest and the most important of all the Jewish festivals, uh, that which was known or is known as Passover, the Passover, uh, Pesach uh, is uh, how it's pronounced. Uh, you might even see it on some of the plates, and, and I have it up here as well, uh, but uh, literally is Passover. We're going to look at that in a little bit more detail and give us some significance and understanding of uh, why we take communion. Um, communion, hopefully, after this morning, uh, will have an entirely uh, uh, new and even greater significance for you. Uh, but it is, uh, the, the Passover is more than a meal, although it is that. It's more than a festival, although it is that. It's an elaborate teaching experience that involves the senses. You know, the whole Bible can be summed up in four themes. Uh, creation, the fall, redemption, and restoration. You know, those four themes are what we call the gospel, good news. And the books of Genesis, uh, the book of Genesis begins with uh, the themes of creation and the fall. And then the rest of the book of, uh, of the Old Testament, the rest of the books of the Old Testament uh, are revealing how God has a plan for redemption and restoration. And that narrative uh, begins to focus within the book of Genesis, it begins to focus uh, on a family, uh, the family of Abraham. By the end of the book of Genesis, the family of Abraham, they find themselves in slavery. Uh, the book ends with a big question mark. It ends with the question of whether or not they will ever experience that redemption and restoration. And it looks like a hopeless situation. I mean, when you're reading it, it's a great narrative. You're reading it and you're going, oh my goodness, these people have been promised by God himself redemption and restoration. And now it looks hopeless. Uh, how in the world can this ever happen? These people are now uh, enslaved in Egypt. They're not in the promised land. They're, I mean, the, you know, how, how can all this happen? Well, this morning, we celebrate the resurrected Christ, his fulfillment of that promise that Christ came and he fulfilled the covenant promise that did bring redemption and restoration. So we're going to begin in Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24, beginning at verse 1, it says, Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found a stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened to us, they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men 
and be crucified and the third day rise again and they remembered his words then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest it was Mary Magdalene Joanna Mary the mother of James and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles and their words seemed to them like idle tales and they did not believe them but Peter arose and he ran to the tomb and stooping down he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves and he departed marveling to himself at what had happened you know every time I read that I can't help but wonder you know when John was reading Luke's account was he going I was there too I even I even beat <laughs> beat Peter there I'm sure John was thinking that now behold two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus which was seven miles from Jerusalem and they talked together of all these things which had happened so it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them but their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him and he said to them what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and you're sad then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him are you the only stranger in Jerusalem and have you not known the things which happened there in these days and Jesus said to them what things so they said to him the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth who was a prophet mighty indeed and word before God and all the people and how the chief priests and the rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him but we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel there it is did you see it yeah we were we thought that he was finally we, we've been talking about redemption they've been wanting this redemption since since they were going down to Egypt as slaves and they were thought finally maybe just maybe this is the one who is going to come and and redeem it's a third theme of the gospel they were hoping that he was going to bring that redemption well let's keep going indeed besides all this today is the third day since these things happened yes and certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us when they did not find his body they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive and certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said but him they did not see then he said to them oh foolish ones and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory and beginning at Moses and all the prophets he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself did you catch that I want you to think about that he's saying all of the scriptures all of the scriptures what scriptures does he have at this point the Old Testament what we call the Old Testament the Hebrew Bible he says all, all of the scriptures are doing what he expounded them of all the things concerning him what did they they never saw it before they never saw it but now they see it they didn't see Jesus in it before they didn't see how how all of this was God's plan how it was all God's purpose and it was all right there in front of them in their in their Bible but they never saw it and now they do and he started with the books of Moses what is that that's the first five books of the of the Old Testament it's it's Genesis Exodus Leviticus numbers and Deuteronomy he started there 
all five of those books. And he went through those. And then it says, and then he went through the prophets. Now that's another way of saying that he went through the rest of the Old Testament. And he explained how everything was pointing them to Jesus. Let's continue. Then they drew near to the village where they were going. And Jesus indicated that he would have gone farther, but they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. And they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road? And while he opened the scriptures to us. So they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem. I can imagine how tired they were. And here they are. They're so excited now. They've encountered Christ. They found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together. Saying, the Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road. And how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. Now, as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they had seen a ghost. And he said to them, Why are you troubled and why do, you, why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet that it is I myself. Handle me. See. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. But while they did, still did not believe for joy and marveled that he said to, to them, have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb. And he took it and ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which are were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Did you see it? There it is again. Right there it is again. He's helping them see that all of these things were written in what we call the Old Testament to help us to believe and to understand Christ better. And then he said to them, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you, have, you are endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. Now it came to pass, while he blessed them, that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. 